0: I, I love the idea of somebody jumping out of an airplane and ironing their, their shirt. All right, everybody, it is the medium rare Bracketology podcast. I am Chris O'Brien. Who else do we have on the line? Uh, Chuck Ranspatch here. Newly named Bracketology sounds way better, less of a mouthful. I gotta be honest. I, I thought I was gonna stumble on the new name when I when I announced it, but that that was far more smooth than the original name. Why did why did we switch it up? So you know, as if you've been listening,
1: we've been doing brackets in the offseason, season in. Bracketology is really what you come for when it comes to college basketball. You know, the um, the uh, fan that doesn't watch too much is only cares about March Madness, so I thought that it fit. So, you know, it's a bracket of basketball, bracket of nonsense. Put them together. You got us.
0: Exactly. And in the off season, we're going to continue the bracket theme and just do things like uh, the Barbecue Bracket which is, is putting a, a list of well-known barbecue dishes and putting them head-to-head and seeing who wins. Before that, we had a, a sandwich bracket. So if you're new to the podcast, scroll, scroll back a few episodes and, and make sure to check those out. I think you'll really enjoy them. And we also, we also got a new logo.
1: Yeah, shout out to uh, an artist on Fiverr. Uh, I think her name is Chesscam. On Fiverr, mm-hmm. she did a great job. Uh, turned out really nice.
0: She really did. And if you're looking at that image and you're like, "All right, so you got this Michigan State guy, you got a Kansas guy, you know what? What am I? What am I looking at here?" What we're gonna do is is it's gonna be about college basketball in general. But just to be honest, the the first part of each episode is probably gonna have an update about Kansas and an update about Michigan State. We're not gonna get. Too carried away with with either, but in general, it's going to be all about college basketball. But we just want to announce those biases from the beginning.
1: Well, that being said, um, I think there was some news this week for both of us worth talking about. If you want to go first,
0: yeah. So I opened up my email today and had a breaking a new breaking news alert from you know, I don't I don't know what site it was, but. <laughs> And it was it was funny too because there at the top was the announcement, and then below it was like twenty percent off basketball shoes, and you're like, you're like this this line between you know amateur athletes and, and you, <laughs> like can it get any more obvious than that? But. <laughs> Discount but the on big,
1: basketball shoes.
0: Oh, by the way, here's some news about some amateur sports. Yeah, here's some amateur sports news. This guy is foregoing the NBA so he can come back and make $0. But while we're at it, why don't you buy this New Balance basketball shoe or whatever it was. But the big news of the day for Kansas Jayhawk fans, Yudoka Azebuki is coming back. Man, you got to feel good about that so this is very big news Kansas is is absolutely loaded with with front court talent which is unique because they've been doing this kind of four guard lineup for the last couple years but Udoka when healthy there's there's nobody that can guard him he's he's massive um he is at times he kind of looks like a like a second coming of Shaquille O'Neal, which is too far, Chuck. That's <laughs> that's too far of a statement. But you know he is a he is a dominant force, and you just look at how guys can mature between freshman, sophomore, sophomore, junior. I think Yudoka is a legitimate first-team All-America type of guy, and it's going to be different this year because he doesn't have to worry about foul trouble, given all the back uh, the backup front court that he has behind him
1: you know it's it's interesting because it kind of uh, resembles uh, Michigan State's situation last year when Miles Bridges decided to come back when it went from this team that was you know they were good and they probably should have achieved more than they did and then you had him announce that he was coming back with Mm -hmm. the likes of uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. and Xavier Tillman our front court was loaded and it was supposed to be this amazing team with this you know, uh, these travel sophomores at the point. And um, hopefully it doesn't turn out the way it did for Michigan State for you. But uh, with that being said, Nick Ward decided to come back this year, which was always interesting to me because he never really – I mean, a guy who can't even play 20 minutes a game, (laughs) but yet he scores like – I think he's top five in offensive efficiency – Mm -hmm. um for 40 minutes and like i just never thought that his game translated to the nba i mean he's a great college player but still a guy who can't play 20 minutes what are you doing thinking about going to the nba (laughs) (laughs) it's like i I almost was like i don't want him to come back because i'm sick of his attitude but i know that (laughs) that that uh transition between sophomore and junior year is going to be big and we really need um some size still our team was gonna be interesting next year there was a interesting um, recruitment situation over the past couple weeks where uh, one of our guys one of like he was locked in to come to Michigan State and then in the last second he just decided to go to DePaul so Ooh. it was it was like in the last week he flipped he went from like almost a hundred percent Michigan State to um, Ending up going to DePaul, pretty pretty high up recruit. Yeah, I mean he was a five star. I don't remember his name. I'm gonna look it up. Right
0: and he's is I I assume he's got to be from Chicago. And and while you're looking that up, I I picture Nick Ward like getting halfway through a wind sprint at the the combine, and he like he touched the <laughs> he touched the half court line and was just like, you know what, I'm coming back. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, like I, I'm, I'm gonna come back for my junior year. Yeah,
1: Romeo Weems. He's from New Haven, Michigan.
0: Interesting, and yeah, he chose to
1: Paul at the last second. Mm. Yeah, isn't it's it, a, it's fishy. <laughs> to be honest, it really feels fishy. The number one recruit it, in the state,
0: not not choosing to go to Tom Izzo. Yeah, and, 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 I
1: mean that might say something, you know, with with everything that's going on at Michigan at Michigan State right now, like yeah. you know, the parents are in the players' ears saying, "We don't really feel like
0: you should go there." Yeah, who knows. But it's just weird that that he he decides, you know, DePaul. Yeah.
1: And I think there was another player recent a bigger recruit again last second deciding to go to DePaul interesting um, yeah
0: well what's um, going on? why not why not Loyola yeah right you know <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's get him let's get over at Loyola I I don't know I've always thought I've always thought that DePaul could could and should be more of a power than they are because you have you've have so much I know that this is a Michigan kid but you have so much talent uh in the you know in the city of chicago and depaul is right there in the heart of the city Uh, you know uic could could also make that claim but depaul's in the big east like the big east is growing as a conference i'm you know what chuck i'm getting on the depaul bandwagon right now okay well i don't know if i can join you but uh (laughs) i don't even know if there is a bandwagon yet
1: Yeah, well, like we said before, like, DePaul could be that school that's just, you know, you get two really good players on this, quote-unquote, mid-major team. I mean, they feel like a mid-major team, even though they're in a major conference. But, um, anyway, so, before we get into the bracket, I want to play a little game with you.
0: Okay, okay.
1: So, I'm going to describe a sport to you, and I want to see if you can guess... Which sport it is.
0: Okay, this sounds like it could be a disaster.
1: <laughs> and do you want a hint of like where I'm thinking? No, I just, <laughs> I'm, I'm just diving into this. Okay, so I'm going to go with, I'll do, I'll do, uh, we'll say three. And then if you want to keep going, we can. If not, we'll get to okay. the reason people are here. Okay, so you ready for the first one? Bring it on, Chuck. Okay, this popular sport uh, has people throw an object at a target, attempting to reach the bullseye. The outside ring is worth one, the second ring is worth two, and all the way to the bullseye, which is five. Um, You get five throws, and wood is involved. What do you think it is?
0: Wood is involved. Okay, I i was all in on darts until okay. until the the wrench at the end
1: yeah think of these are weird sports it's not like you're normal you're okay. not gonna be normal
0: because i was i was like if you're if you're just describing darts and the answer is darts <laughs> like what's this game like what sort of disrespect to my bar life are you <laughs> are you implying that man. I that I I wouldn't know what darts. So I was thinking darts. I I was thinking archery. Okay. Um, man, so if it's if it's off the beaten path a little bit, you know, the, I, I the
1: wood is a big hint.
0: The wood is a big hint. I feel like Scotland is involved in some way.
1: Mm, not so much.
0: Yeah, little little left of Scotland or right of Scotland?
1: You gotta cross the pond.
0: You gotta to cross the, left. the pond. You know, I, and I don't wanna give our listeners just silence as I think. <laughs> so Chuck, I, I don't know. Okay,
1: what if I were to tell you flannel
0: was involved? Hmm. Does that help? Chuck, are we talking about lumberjacking? Are we talking about throwing an axe?
1: Yeah, there you go. Axe okay. throwing. Ax Popular throwing. at lumberjack competitions.
0: And you're saying that's not a Scottish thing? I mean, I th- I would think of it more as like a Canadian thing. More Canadian, maybe a <laughs> maybe maybe Norwegian. Sure. <laughs> okay. Sure.
1: So here, do you want another one? I do. Okay. So this is considered a danger sport in which people take um, the object to various remote locations in order to smoothen another object. Okay. To smooth. To smooth. To smooth an object. Smoothen. So it's <laughs> it's considered a danger sport in which you take one object to a various remote location in order to smooth another object. Some of the locations have included clifftops, underwater, in the middle of a motorway, and also while skiing <laughs> and parachuting. What is this sport? <laughs> <laughs> Go
0: with your gut. Welding? Welding? Welding.
1: No. I, I'm going to say competitive welding. Do you want another guess? Did,
0: what Did you say it was... They did this in the middle of an overpass. That was one of the uh, one of the places.
1: <laughs> Clifftops underwater in the middle of a motorway, and whilst skiing and parachuting. Usually steam is involved. Okay. And this
0: is a sport, a danger sport. A danger sport. I... Man, I feel like, I feel like someone is, I again, I don't know.
1: What if I were to tell you extreme ironing was a thing? <laughs> extreme ironing? Yeah, like, I need to get this shirt, you know, unwrinkled. Interesting. Where would be the most uh, unique location that you would iron your clothes at?
0: i I love the idea of somebody jumping out of an airplane and ironing their their shirt.
1: Like whipping out an ironing board.
0: Yeah, I I love like I'm picturing like some commercial where the guy's running late for a meeting. Oh, there you go. And, and he had to and take he, the like, corporate plane. <laughs> yeah, he, and then he he's like, "I don't have time." And he jumps out and he he's grabs he grabs the ironing board. And he's, he's ironing a shirt and then he, you know, he lands and he, he, he throws on the shirt, runs to the, the meeting. And then I, I want something disappointing at the end. Like it's, it's not for a shirt. Well, you could do it's, it for, it could be for like a, a starch
1: that you use instead of ooh, like I, an iron. Like, I like had you I like used that. the starch, your shirt, you wouldn't have had to go. I like this. that.
0: I like that. Yeah, because I was, I was picturing it was going to be just for, like, a body spray. And you're like, we did all that for a body spray? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, give me a starch. <laughs> or give me a tie-dad. I would love that to be a tie Ad. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. Everything's a tie-dad.
1: Everything. Do you want one more? No. No?
0: Okay. <laughs> hey,
1: I thought I would go with it. Maybe we'll come back at some point.
0: they reach out to the show well
1: you can reach us at medium rare Ball on twitter you can find us at www.mediumrarebasketball.com or on facebook if you just uh search medium rare basketball you'll find us there and uh hey look this week again yeah let them hear
0: it let them hear it chuck
1: who doesn't want ten dollars like i
0: I was gonna go there if you weren't. I'm like, gonna let you have the floor here because I'm fired up as well. It's ten dollars. You know, I know people out there. We might not have many listeners,
1: but there's at least fifty of you. Like, you right. tell me that one of you doesn't want ten dollars. Like, come on, interact. You know, we'll yeah. we'll talk you up. We'll get you on. Maybe you come on the show. Like, right. whatever. Just react, interact with us. It's ten bucks.
0: That's it. And two, two things here. One, I'm going to keep the contest open. So yeah. if someone's behind and they, they hear that episode and they're like, oh, man, it was recorded, you know, a month ago, I don't know. No, send an email, guess how many tacos it was, and you could win $10. It's as simple as that. And we'll address and, it when
1: it's finished. Like if someone does it next time we right. record, we'll
0: tell you. And, and look, nobody... Nobody emailed, so if someone had guessed like seven tacos, I may have said at the end of the week, look, you're wrong, you missed it badly, however, you were the only one that sent us a note, so I am going to send you ten bucks, so I, it, it baffles me that nobody Nobody tried to win 10 dollars. And look, he just gave you a clue, it wasn't 7, so you have It wasn't 7. Infinite minus
1: one number left of tacos.
0: And you know what, Chuck? I'll go further than that. It was less than 7. Wow. He You have a 1 in 6 chance in getting 10 dollars. 1 in 6. It. What thing, what other thing could you do in a day that has that sort of odds to to win 10 bucks? Chuck, this is going to be news to you. I'm doubling down here, and this is gonna this is gonna be a big number that I'm about to announce. So let me let me set the set the stage here. So okay, I'm ready. You are a Michigan State guy. As we all know. I am a Kansas Jayhawk guy, as everyone also knows. And as we're building the medium rare basketball brand and the website, one glaring absence right now is we don't have a Kentucky writer or or podcaster.
1: Yeah, that, I would say that Kentucky is
0: our biggest hole right now. So what I want to do is the Champions Classic is is going to be in November, which isn't as far away as it may feel like right now. Correct. There's going to be a uh, the Champions Classic in Indiana. Mm, we are my hometown. I, I plan to be there. We plan to be podcasting. And what I want to do is sometime between now and November, I want a group of Kentucky fans to reach out to the show, send us a an audio clip, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect. You can record it on your phone. We have ways of helping you improve the sound. hmm Send that over. And if you know, if we think you've you've got what it takes to, to host the podcast, Chuck I am going to write a $250 check. A check. Or Venmo, whatever. I think Venmo is that...
1: probably the preferred,
0: <laughs> the preferred action these days. <laughs>
1: yes, please write me a check.
0: To make that out to cash. I'm going to write you a check that you will have no way of depositing. <laughs> but listen, 250 bucks. you can split it amongst your friends. I think it's going to be easier if you have two people... But if you're like a, a young, the only, the name that comes to mind would be Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> like, oh, geez. I know that's going to alienate half, half of our fans. But if you're a young Rush Limbaugh, Ryan Seacrest, you're a, you're a one-person show. And, and not, a, it could be a guy, it could be a woman. You will get a spot on our website. We will link out to your show and 250 bucks we want some kentucky fans there it is chuck thoughts this is news to you yeah as it is news to our listeners this is the
1: first time i'm hearing this which is kind of surprising but it is what it is um no i think it's a great idea i think that you know it's hard for me to then say you know if you want to cover any team reach out to us
0: but yeah, you probably t- wouldn't the- get $250. <laughs> yeah, the the $250 does not apply for any team, let's be clear.
1: <laughs> but, no, I, I we're trying to grow, and we have uh, an idea of what we want to do when it comes to that. So, yeah, the Kentucky, we, that's where we want to go next. But if you do have an interest in covering a team, your favorite yeah. team, that isn't um, Michigan State, Kansas, Duke, North Carolina, um, Villanova. Well,
0: well, to be clear, that's so we're looking for podcasts for any team besides Kansas and Michigan State.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, podcast, yes. I was yes. thinking more
0: writing for the, in general. Yeah. But yeah, for podcasts, we are opening up the network. We are looking for for people that are interested. Look, the best shows are going to be from fans because you know what you're talking about. You live and breathe it. You you have analysis that nobody else is going to have because let's, let's face it. They're not watching and consuming as much content about that team as you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what we do. And look, I, I totally get it when somebody, let's say they open up this podcast and, and we're, you know, we're deep in the mountain West for an episode. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And the person, the person's like, look, all I care about is Kentucky. I want a show that's dedicated just for Kentucky. That's what we're trying to supply here, and we're we're open. We're we're open to listen to to your episode and and see what happens. We've got to jump back to the, the barbecue bracket, Chuck. Do you yeah, want to thirty minutes in? 30, thirty minutes in, Chuck. Do you want to kind of outline what the final four is? Maybe any highlights for any of those teams on the road to the final four?
1: Yeah, so uh, the final four, the matchup is brisket versus kebab and uh, ribs versus uh, chicken. You know, I think yeah. we decided any version of barbecue chicken, whether it be – I think I was picturing a leg where Chris was more of picturing like pulled chicken, but I wow. think we decided on chicken. Um, Are
0: they- I think that's a little a little offensive of what I was picturing for chicken, but we can we can work through it.
1: Well, you just listen back to the tape, and there's an answer somewhere. <laughs> the one biggest highlight to me was the um, the almost upset in the first round with a Texas hot sausage against brisket. It almost pulled the upset. Yeah. and I think had you had a little bit more time to think about it, you would have sided with me.
0: Yeah, there were some there's some interesting games for sure, and that was that was one of them. And I was thinking about it after the podcast. I was like walking crash. I was like, maybe I need to order some Texas hot sausage. I know, right? Like, man. And 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 you know, shrimp shrimp was in the mix. Uh, burn ends, there was there's a little bit of a language barrier between you and I <laughs> on, on what Burn-ins were. It's just brisket, everybody. It's just brisket. And then maybe the... The underperformer might have been pulled pork. Well, it just had a tough matchup. Yeah. You know, it just got caught on an off
1: day. And uh, and the kebabs pulled it out.
0: I I think what what pulled pork... It's not going to be the greatest analogy, but... It's kind of like like North Carolina, where the casual fan picked them. They were like, well, it's pulled pork. Of course, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. But people that were watching pulled pork all season in their conference, they were like, you know, this isn't as strong of a team as, as previous years. They're vulnerable in different spots. So I, I feel like the experts in barbecue weren't surprised to see pulled pork go down, but maybe... At a national level, with the the thousands of listeners that we have, they they may have been a little surprised to see that result. So you're saying that pulled pork is the Kansas? Of okay,
1: easy does it barbecue. You know, there's a lot of relation and uh, similarities there after your description.
0: Wow. Yeah, I mean, we're the preseason number one. We've <laughs> last got... year, my friend. You know, National Player of the Year candidate and Yudoka as a Buki. I I see what you're saying. How'd that
1: turn out for us this year?
0: With with Bridges, yeah.
1: But I think we were uh, up there anyway.
0: Your your um, average your average big man was like you had the biggest front court that I can remember in years. Yeah, it
1: all came down to Tom Izzo mismanaging everything. I think it. All the off-court stuff was really in his head. Anyway, we're not at the basketball part of this (laughs) podcast. We're at the nonsense part.
0: All right, so back to nonsense.
1: Uh, Yeah, no, going back to the pulled pork uh, kebab matchup, I think, you know, pulled pork got boring. They, you know, just stuck to their guns. I know how you feel about coleslaw. So, you know, I'm thinking maybe pulled pork at one point decided, hey, we need to spice things up. We're going to put some coleslaw on the sandwich and really, you know, this is going to put us on top, but kebabs just comes at you with some, some fresh, exo- maybe not exotic, but like fresh, um, good taste combinations with the veggies and
0: the meat and it's just pulled pork couldn't handle it. Well, all right. One more thought on pulled pork. Okay. So there's a place called Shuba's in Chicago. And it's on, I want to say, Belmont and uh, Sheffield or, or, or something like that. It has a pulled pork sandwich that instead of regular coleslaw, it has an apple coleslaw. Okay. And that sandwich is unbelievable. I, the, the apple coleslaw, the, the taste of apple with pulled pork is, is fantastic.
1: So you're telling me a man who doesn't like coleslaw says that this coleslaw sandwich is fantastic.
0: The coles the apple coleslaw pulled pork sandwich at Shuba's it is it is great.
1: Hmm. Next time I'm up there
0: we'll uh we'll have to check it out. Yeah, and Shuba's you're welcome on the free advertisement there. <laughs> we will we will continue to do free advertisements for Companies until they pay us. Until they, pay, <laughs> until they us. pay us.
1: Maybe they've just all been listening and they realize that they don't really have to say. Like there's a one in six chance that Subway is going to get a shout out. So they just are like, well, we don't have
0: to say anything. They seem to you know mention it? us every week. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so There you go. Be, so Beef Brisket was playing chicken or was, was it playing kebab?
1: I'm going to say it was playing kebab.
0: <laughs> okay. So I think what's what's interesting here is you've got two completely different styles. You have red meat, traditional barbecue, versus something that's maybe a little bit healthier. It's it involves vegetables. It you know, you can probably eat a kebab and go run like four miles, whereas a, a beef brisket, you're not leaving the the house after a a good beef brisket sandwich.
1: The first thing that came to my mind when you said that it's healthier is that immediately when you add vegetables to anything that it is healthier which Mm -hmm. on the surface level seems to be true but then i'm thinking like back to coleslaw that's veggies in a heap load of mayo or whatever (laughs) that's that's true (laughs) but But uh, like when
0: you're when you're eating a broccoli cheddar soup yeah exactly
1: it's like man this has vegetables in it but it's mainly cheese (laughs) right
0: cheese and cream
1: yeah hey but man that stuff is good with that with
0: that being said
1: (laughs) going back to uh the kebab brisket thing i think an an argument here again like with pulled pork is that brisket can get boring you can get fancy with a kebab it can surprise you on a day yeah brisket is playing the same game every week you know what to expect it's gonna come out and always play strong But kebab can come in and surprise you.
0: Yeah, and brisket can only play two ways. I mean, so you've got a plate of brisket or you've got a brisket sandwich. And there's usually not much on it. And you, yeah, you you run the risk of there not being much on it. Whereas, like, pulled pork, they just load that stuff on.
1: Well, no, I'm saying, like, it's meat and bun and sauce. You don't have any toppings. Maybe you throw in some onion straws.
0: That's a good addition there. Uh, There is. So Oklahoma Joe's or Kansas City Joe's in, in Kansas city. Wait, Oklahoma
1: Joe's in Kansas city.
0: Yeah. It it was originally called Oklahoma Joe's. I don't know if they've changed it to Kansas city Joe's. Okay. But, but they've got the sandwich there called the Z man. And the Z man is brisket melted cheese. It's like a a Swiss or a, monterey or, or something like that it's a white cheese and so they they put cheese on a brisket and then an onion ring mm. and then the barbecue sauce and that sandwich is one of, that's one of the best sandwiches i've i've had in the barbecue space onion rings have elevate anything right and that's and, and we need to talk about that matchup because on a kebab you get the the onion but what's better, a grilled onion or an onion ring? And, and to preface, I don't know my answer yet. I'm not trying to like trap you with this question, but I I'm, I just want to have an open forum. What's better, the the grilled onion or the onion ring?
1: I think on the surface the onion ring is better, mm-hmm. but maybe to a refined palate, the uh, the grilled onion has has its place here um why don't we put a fried onion on a kebab who says we can't
0: all <laughs> what if we I were don't...
1: to take a whole kebab right? dip it in batter
0: fry it wow stay fair food wow Ooh, that's a bracket right there i mean that's a that's a dangerous bracket <laughs> but i i wonder if that's been done we'll have to We'll have to reach out to our research team at the end of the, the end of the podcast. I Just I gotta imagine
1: down. need <laughs> to look up fried kebab.
0: Okay, I'll but get I,
1: that to the research team.
0: But I gotta imagine that's happening. And, and and when you run through that, uh, onion turns into onion ring. Chicken turns into fried chicken. A zucchini,
1: fried, hey, sounds fried
0: like it'd be, it'd be, it sounds like it'd be great. Damn.
1: Dude, deep-fried pickles are amazing. I don't know why a deep-fried yeah. zucchini wouldn't be.
0: And what's the yellow thing on a kebab? A squash, I think. <laughs> it's probably a squash. There's always like that round yellow one. It's basically a, a different zucchini. Yeah. You always look at it and you're like, is that a lemon? Do I like lemon? <laughs> do, do I want a lemon? A grilled lemon? Hey... That probably wouldn't be too bad. But anyway, so where's your head at here? Here's my concern is, Kebab, we have have gone down a completely different path and said, let's go ahead and drop it in a deep fryer. (laughs) And I just, man, I feel like, I feel like that's getting to the point where you've had one starting lineup all year long, and then the first round of the tournament, you're like surprise. I have a new starting lineup. I moved someone to the bench. I, you know, I, I looked at the matchup and I don't think that we can win this game. And what sort of, what sort of message does that send to your team if you're like, yeah, our best can't beat this team, and and here we are dropping everything in the deep fryer to to compete.
1: Man, that sounds all too familiar. <laughs> <laughs> here is a five star player top 5
0: nba pick. Let's play him for 5 minutes. Whereas brisket, look, brisket's going to come out it knows what it's doing. It's it's going to give you a a pretty consistent game even if a brisket is not the best meat, which I I've had some brisket that, you know, wasn't wasn't even hot, like it was it was kind of a lukewarm brisket. I've had some brisket that's tough, but man if if you're loading it with the best barbecue sauce, it, it's it's great. Is
1: brisket the pizza of barbecue? Where even bad
0: brisket is pretty good? I think I think so cuz cuz I would say that like have I've I've had some bad ribs.
1: Yeah, and well like usually if... that's the case because there's not enough meat. That's usually the the key.
0: Right, right. There's not enough meat, and then they've, like, burnt the top of it, so the, the top's really tough. And you're, like, <laughs> ribs have the the downside of they can quickly turn into crab, where, like, you're working really, really hard for not a lot of meat, and you've paid a bunch of money. Yeah, yeah. It's the, it's the lobster of the barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> so my vote is my vote is for brisket in the matchup against the kebab i I don't think the I don't think the vegetables that's that's asking a lot of onion and, and zucchini and you know red pepper to try and beat brisket I, I i'm I don't think it has enough and I think there's too many lineup changes to try and compete
1: yeah I think I agree with you I think as much as we all love the Cinderella story of Kabob, we got to take brisket going on to the finals
0: do you think it was a close game what what do you think about the actual result
1: yeah i think it ended up being close i think that um brisket had a slow start had to make up for itself in the uh second half but the experience in the uh you know just the always on it of brisket pulled out in the end so now that we got Brisket, in
0: the finals, we have ribs against chicken. Go. So, ribs against chicken. <sighs> Again, I I didn't think about this beforehand, but I'm just... Chicken seems to be having an identity crisis in both rounds with the, the kebab and now with the chicken. And so... It's just, it's like, what what are they gonna do? Are they gonna throw thighs on there? Are they gonna throw drumsticks? Are they just going going chicken breast? It just seems, it seems like another case where they don't have their game plan figured out. Where ribs, the only question is like, are we talking half a slab or full slab? <laughs> what's the rub? What's the rub? Like, I want to be thinking. I want my team to be thinking about what's the rub. And not like, yeah. what's our personnel? What's our meat? Right?
1: Yeah, I I honestly think this is a blowout. <laughs> wow. <of> epic proportions. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, ribs, to me, are just... It's an experience. Everything about it. You know, don't get me wrong, I've had some bad ribs before. But have you ever just witnessed a team playing perfection yeah like, it's just like sometimes I think about watching like the Red Wings in the 90s when they were winning Stanley Cups with Iserman and that team Wow! watching the Red Wings play hockey was like watching just dancing on ice mm-hmm. it was just so majestic and perfect like I just I always remember yeah. watching them pass the puck yeah it was just beautiful right and you know or you think back to like the UCLA teams way back
0: when, like this is are you, what ribs are is you, to me. Are you are you going back to like Lou Al Yeah. <laughs> Alright, just... so when you when you were four years old watching old tapes uh UCLA
1: <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's just like to me,
0: ribs yeah. is perfection. Yeah. Ribs yeah you're you're absolutely right like if ribs are are playing at their best and we're talking you know my my mother-in-law makes incredible ribs it's like an old family recipe Mm, and these things these things fall right off the bone they you don't have to like get the knife out and saw through to to try and separate one of the bones like it's, it's incredible how good these things are and and with the right sauce I, I'm with you when, when ribs are at their best I, I yeah I could see this being a bloodbath if it's just like a meat um, um, meager chicken thigh on the on the on the grill and it's being brushed with the teriyaki glaze and then you've got a full rack of ribs sitting there on the other side of the grill like get out of my way
1: yeah completely like, agree
0: like that's some some humiliating dunks, like DeAndre Jordan over Brandon Knight type of stuff that's that's going on on that grill
1: mm-hmm, and you know, like you were just saying um not to besmirk the grill, but great term, I have cooked some amazing ribs. In my Instapot. Yeah. You know, and that might sound crazy. Right. But what I did, it's like 20 minutes in the Instapot and then like 20 minutes in the oven. Okay. Yeah. And they've been a main bone. They just fall off the bone. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I've made some chicken in it too. But even ribs in an Instapot is better than ribs in, or chicken in the Instapot.
0: Yeah. And and I've heard, I've heard that too. I, I've heard people finish them up in the oven or some people actually just finish them up on the grill.
1: Yeah, well, and that was before the the propane grill, but now that I got yeah, that that thing yeah, is money. Yeah,
0: you're 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 a
1: new man. Hank Hill would be proud.
0: Yeah. So I I think that game gets out of control fast. I think ribs will be so dominant in that game that You know, people get carried away, and and they're like, you know, why why even play the game against Brisket? I don't think the championship game is going to be that lopsided. But just to confirm, we both have ribs going on to the finals.
1: Yep, ribs all the way, my
0: man. I'm taking ribs in the final, too. Okay, so that leaves maybe one of the great matchups that we may ever have. The greatest
1: matchup of this century
0: brisket versus ribs.
1: Yeah. I mean, could you get two heavyweights against each other in any Mm -hmm. other bracket? You know, Kebab tried to step up to brisket. Texas Hot Sausage tried to step (laughs) up to brisket. No, brisket wasn't having it. They played their game like they have all season, and they marched on to the finals. But ribs...
0: These are the these are the matchups that you dream about and I I just think they're both coming in playing so well. I think they have a similar similar style of play, similar, you know, profile. I have them both playing out of their mind in this game. I I I think it's an even match. Chuck, where where is your head at in terms of what you what you see playing out in this matchup? So I think that this is a
1: triple overtime classic game you see every year type of situation. I mean, it's going to be high flying, high scoring just a just an amazing matchup that you may never see again in your lifetime. Right. The problem that I have here is I am a pork man. <laughs> and i do pork ribs you know people do beef ribs but pork is where i'm at with my ribs so this is a matchup between pork and beef for me right true and pig pig versus pig, cow pig versus cow and you know some people may not agree with me but pig man
0: <laughs> pig is well, that's the a- one that provides so many tasty meats so that's an interesting subplot and I could see us breaking this down for an entire episode. And actually more on that in a second, but pig versus cow. So cow, you've got burger, brisket and steak, which is an incredible that's it's an incredible big 3. But pig goes toe to toe with that with bacon, ribs, pulled pork, ham, I mean, you could even eat pig's feet, and pig's feet are really good. Yeah. You know, I've had some pretty good pig's feet before. Like, nobody's sitting there being like, hey, you know, let's have the feet of a cow. or, or But a pig, like, people will walk around with a pig's face on a stick and just be eating the cheeks. Like, yeah. that is that is when you know you have an incredible animal that, that's just been gifted to us. Yeah, and... uh I just, I
1: have to go ribs here, man. Like, I think it's a toss up really. And I think if you were to choose either one going in to the, to this game, you would feel good about your bet. But I'm saying ribs wins on a buzzer beater and like a double overtime, triple overtime, you Mm -hmm. know, that's, that's where my head's at.
0: Yeah. And what I like, what I like about this matchup is ribs, and brisket are, are really just that on a plate like yeah i mean there's nothing fancy about it it's nothing fancy and i can't even imagine what someone would put on top of a thing of ribs like if someone was sprinkling shredded lettuce on on top of ribs yeah
1: that that, that that'd be weird
0: <laughs> but but let's open it up so ribs On a sandwich, the only example of that is, of course, you do it. Let's do it. it. I'm going there, Chuck. The McRib. No, I'm going there. Is
1: there any fast? Well, I already regret this. No, go down. I was going to say, is there any fast food brisket? But Arby's has got that sandwich market pretty
0: locked. Yeah, and so what's what's interesting is like I'm not going to make brisket. or the other way around. I'm not going to make the McRib fight a brisket sandwich. But what I do, what I do wonder is, let's say you, you get out the Instapot tonight and you make a thing of of ribs, and then you took the meat off the bones and put that on a sandwich. How would that be? Wouldn't it just be the same but with bread? Well, that's that's what I'm wondering. Like I've never done that. I can't say that I have either. And so all I wonder is if brisket, let's say sometime in the second half, they're like, look, we're going to switch this up and we're going sandwich. Could ribs compete with that? Could they say like, look, we're going to toast our buns and we're <laughs> going to we're gonna throw some rib meat on there and we're going to go toe-to-toe with you in the sandwich arena?
1: I honestly don't think that there would be any reason they couldn't. You know, I I don't see any reason that you couldn't do a rib sandwich and it would be any worse than a brisket sandwich.
0: Now, what about either one on a on a toasted bagel? <laughs> oh man, did we ever get a uh, man on the street pastrami
1: on everything bagel?
0: Well, so I did a Reuben. I did a Reuben. Oh on yeah, yeah, Reuben on an everything bagel, and it was it was absolutely great. But marble rye was still more impressive.
1: Okay, well, I'm glad that you, as a man of the people, experimented for us. I did to give us this first take on the. Uh, the
0: I did, and I'm the so sandwich. I might go ahead and and share that photo on one of our many social media networks. Now, I still need some convincing because I myself, Chuck, am a cow man. Okay. I'm a cow man. Okay. There's nothing
1: wrong with that. You're wrong, but. um,
0: I'm a cow guy. We each have our own opinions. And I know people will be like, well, and in this example, the people would just be myself earlier in this conversation, (laughs) But, but people are like, well, you know, the pig, people are eating its feet and its nose and its cheeks. Cow people will order its brain as a delicacy. Like cow brain is a is a delicacy,
1: yeah. But this isn't a this isn't a delicacy conversation. This is a <laughs> this is a brisket v ribs
0: conversation. And ribs are better. But I man a cow burger brisket steak the 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 best that a cow has to offer. I I've got to take it. I, I I love brisket. I love. I love the fat of a brisket and burnt ends. Like, this is a meat that I I will I will gladly order when I'm at at the barbecue restaurant. And a point that you brought up earlier is, you know, you're sitting there with a group of coworkers or you're sitting there with yeah. a family for the first time. You're not ordering ribs. You're not ordering ribs. Oh man. That's a good point, point. and look, briskets like, hey, here we are in the sandwich, and and you're trying to figure out if, if ribs can even work on a sandwich, or, or you're sending out the, you're sending out the McRib trying to get like three minutes of of good play from the McRib, and then briskets like, all right, here you are meeting your girlfriend's parents for the first time ten years ago, it, try and figure this out like, are you gonna put on a bib? With the ribs, are you gonna make her parents pay thirty (laughs) dollars?
1: Yeah, because you know, ten years ago, I was not
0: paying for my own food, right? And and so you you got the other guy over there that's like, all right, I got a fork, I've got the the brisket platter, I've got mac and cheese and, and baked beans on the on the on the plate. I I just I think brisket has the ability to play a couple different styles, and it still has that you know. I can take a, a punch to the mouth from ribs and and deliver a punch back, with 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 brisket. So that that's my case for brisket. I don't know if that changes your mind at all. I know you're a pig guy. You're a pig guy. I mean, look, what do we add to everything to make it better? The barbecue sauce.
1: <laughs> oh, that yeah. <laughs> Bacon was the,
0: uh, the answer bacon. Bacon's the the other answer. You're you're absolutely right. <laughs> so the pig has it going, and
1: hey, why don't we just do this? Let's put our ribs on our brisket and just call it good.
0: Oh, don't <laughs> don't cop out, Charles. No, no, no. <laughs> I I
1: think you know while I believe that ribs are the better barbecue dish I will concede the fact that they may not play well everywhere and that brisket may come out and be a little bit more prepared for this game Mm -hmm. like I said before you know it's a close game I'm thinking of quality of meat and taste but I think brisket does blow the doors off of ribs in where you play them, how mm-hmm. you play them. You know, if ribs can get you to play their style, right. messy, uh, like I said, the the experience of eating ribs. If you can get to that level, then yeah, ribs is gonna win every time. Right. But I I just don't see brisket after your argument, I just don't see him getting rattled. You know, they're gonna play anywhere. Mm-hmm. They're gonna play their game. And they're going to they're gonna win, I think. I, I do think you uh, changed my mind. Yeah, I might and, not be happy about it, but yeah, I can and,
0: see the outcome. Look, we're trying to represent the entire nation. We're, we're giving our preferences and, and how we would vote. But I think what may have happened is you said, you know, hey, I see what you're saying. I may still think ribs at their best are better. And I, I think I agree with you. Like, if Ribs could have played the way that they did the round before and got Brisket to try and, you know, match them hit for hit, go get messy, slop it up, you know, no forks allowed. <laughs> yeah. I think things could have gotten interesting and I think things could have resulted differently. But man, Brisket was making the tactical adjustments of a. Honestly, it was like seeing a a coach K or or Izzo or self versus somebody that may have all the talent but not the not the pedigree, not the same caliber of coach that just can't make the same in-game adjustments.
1: Yeah. I I think I agree with you and uh I think I am ready to crown brisket as the uh medium rare Bracketology barbecue champion.
0: Okay so there that is it turkey sandwich won the sandwich bracket barbecue brisket won the the barbecue bracket ribs put up one hell of a fight i think we i think we have a a new episode in the in the makings i don't think it necessarily will be the next one but there is meat on the bone pun intended charles yeah yeah to yeah, this yeah. to this to this pig versus cow debate i i can't shake this yeah, no. I I think
1: and then if you even want to go um off that, you know, you got chickens and turkeys yeah. and you know, there's
0: deer, elk. There's a big rabbit hole, rabbits. What is but chorizo has beef and pig, right? Or or is chorizo just pig? I think it's sp- uh spiced like spicy pork. See, and then, it's I mean, a type of
1: pork sausage
0: it's a type of pork sausage made and, from and not,
1: intestines
0: Now, like man
1: I, mean, I love chorizo
0: pig oh, chorizo is incredible pig also has hot dogs but pork chops beef pork chop oh, pork chops beef could have uh beef could have the the beef brought well, let's not get into it right now. We'll get we'll we'll, go, we'll we'll do the whole thing. Well, I'm just I'm just sitting here thinking that pig could have an entire at least eight team bracket on its own.
1: Yeah, like what's the best meat of pig? The answer is bacon. Done. We
0: don't even have to do it. Well, listen, Charles, uh, bacon, ribs, pork chop, a spiral ham. Okay, but you don't you don't you don't think bacon could slip up? No, bacon plays.
1: Perfect everywhere. Wow. Okay. I'm sorry.
0: Bacon is no premier meat. <laughs> look, I, I if you're saying this is a case of I, the 40 and 0 team, this is the the first time we're ever going to see 40 and 0. I I'm with you. I just look. That's why they play the games. That's all I'm saying.
1: True. I could see Trezo playing uh playing a close game, but I still think Bacon pulls it out. I'd I'm manage. I'm hung up on the uh, the best fair foods, best finger foods. Fair food, like food that you get at a fair. Oh, at, at state a fair. fair food.
0: I, state fair food, Wisconsin good guys.
1: Yeah, I think we should do state fair foods, especially since it's state fair season coming up.
0: I I'm with you. Minnesota is supposed to have an incredible state fair. I'd love to get out there and look. <laughs> If someone is listening in Minnesota, fly us out. (laughs) Don't even fly. Pay for our gas. Pay for our gas. You know, we'll get you on the podcast. We will give you a Minnesota Gophers podcast that you can host. Yeah. We may not pay you $250. You
1: may have to pay for us,
0: but. Right. I want to be courtside in the barn. Mm, Dude, that place is awesome. Uh, We need to get to the barn. Yeah, I agree. How's the Minnesota team going to be next year or this year? I I think they they have some of their
1: returning players. They they had a lot of injuries this year that cost them, but uh, yeah, they were supposed to be pretty good this year, and I think those injuries hurt them. So I wouldn't be surprised if they're a top, you know, four team in the Big Ten and make the tournament okay. and make it run.
0: I think all roads lead to the barn.
1: Yeah, I'm mean, I'm down.
0: Okay, so Chuck, when can people expect – I don't want to commit to a, a date, but when can people expect a new episode and what, what sorts of things can they look forward to for podcasts in June? So I'm thinking now
1: after we've tried to do this back and forth, we're going to try to commit to doing uh, two episodes a month, so every other week, um, hopefully – Uh, in the off season it's kind of hard especially in the summer where people are traveling and uh, we're going to try to commit to that and then in the regular season we'll be definitely doing once a week um but yeah get ready to hear about uh our you know the best superhero in the marvel universe you know Mm -hmm. is godfather worth talking about um stay food fair Stay fair food Stay, food, fair. stay fair food
0: um, I, I just want to hear you say that five more times
1: Stay fair food, stay fair food, stay fair food, stay fair food, stay fair food Man There we go There it is You know, we gotta get on the hype train for the weird sports quiz
0: <laughs> Yep We'll see if that becomes a fan favorite um, There's the pig versus cow Pig versus cow right.
1: You know, there's so much to talk about And we're gonna be here to bring the nonsense Before the season starts
0: Man, I, I, I think we should
1: do i think we should do a draft special you know look out yep. for that
0: yep we'll do a nba draft special live
1: from
0: chicago and indiana okay <laughs> <laughs> i live I from pictured, my house I'm, I'm with you on bacon having that bracket like it might be something like do you take bacon or do you take the field type of thing?
1: Yeah, like when Tiger was at his best.
0: When I was just going to say when Tiger was at his best. But I do I do think I think chorizo it'd be one of those games where like chorizo's up 20 to 5 in yeah, yeah. Like they just came out played absurd they they were like look, we've got chorizo and egg and a in a breakfast tortilla. And and bacon's like what are, what are, I thought we were, we dominated breakfast I don't know what's going on <laughs> they panic they panic and roll out like bacon bits yeah but it's a situation where you know twenty to five there's a bunch of tweets going out and then the final score is like bacon ninety six to sixty two or something yeah yeah
1: so if you uh, if you like what you hear uh, leave us. Uh review on iTunes or wherever you listen to us, that would be great. And again, reach out to us at medium rare B ball, um, Facebook, medium rare basketball, um, Facebook, medium rare basketball and the website, com. And uh, I think that's all we got this week.
0: Yeah. And if you're looking for other podcasts, We have a a podcast on medium rare basketball called Mostly Basketball. That is a NBA podcast that is not, to be honest, it's not as regular as this. But we'll try to have some episodes up for the NBA Finals. And then check out our buddies over at the Pros Club. And specifically, Planet Pollard. It's a show hosted by Scott Pollard. We're hoping to have him as a guest on, on the show at some point but really funny guy for for Kansas fans you know that he was both a a great player and you know a, an awesome personality that's that's you know hosted some of the the telecasts and also the the late night at the fog so check out planet pollard great podcast for Kansas fans or honestly not even not even basketball fans it's it's a, a great show to check out
1: yeah he'll be in a, a fun talk if we ever get him on that's right well, for uh, Chris, I'm Chuck, and uh, this has been Medium Bracketology.
0: Yudoka as a bouquet.